0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
1: Welcome to the Boxer Pod. Howell and Jamie here this week brought to you by Eye of the Man Flu and I'm standing in a garage full of rabbits. That's the truth. I'm doing the box set pod today from the bunny shed next to me is a rabbit called Merlin um, standing on its back legs looking at me thinking it's going to get fed Luna is his friend he's knobbing around Merlin's got kind of a big mane Luna is um, more of a normal looking rabbit I've got two guinea pigs to the left of me Mm -hmm. one with a beautiful Nicky Clark hairdo black (laughs) hair it really is quite an impressive booth. I've got a giant rabbit behind me in, uh, in the big cage. Massive it is. size of a two-year-old child. Jesus Christ.
2: Probably is that, bigger. Is that unhealthy, though? Is that an unhealthy rabbit?
1: No, that's a giant rabbit. It's a, it's a French lop. okay. So, um, yeah, whoppers. Yeah, Whoppers. I had another one today called Grumpy Barbara. That's it. Grumpy Barbara decided she didn't want to eat anymore because she's grumpy. Is her actual best name Grumpy Barbara? Well, her name's Barbara, but oh, uh, that is grumpy. a nickname yeah. by both the owners okay. and us. Uh, uh, so and I've had to take her to the vets. I had another one the other day. They needed force feeding. Jeez. We've had a bad few days of rabbit-related... Um, Time-consuming stuff, and I'm standing in the garage now in the bunny shed because I'm waiting for another rabbit to be delivered, and the person delivering it is 36 <laughs> minutes late.
2: What an idiot!
1: Nothing <laughs> is more annoying.
2: Oh, honestly, to, to shut that, stop, shut that hotel. Oh, well. down now.
1: Well. well, that's what it feels like. I'm telling you, some days, some days it's great, and some days you go. You know what? The rabbits aren't the problem. The people. It's It's, it's the just owners. the people. I'm telling you. Yeah. Absolute. Yeah, human beings, I'm telling you, overrated. Have we we've um we've still never spoken on the box set part about your uh, current situation, you know,
2: about um oh, uh the
1: um the um, the um, um child. The, um, yeah. Yeah, that's what well, it's called.
2: Well, we were to keep it pretty, you know, quiet while uh Working out any you know, Well, that's why I was letting
1: evas. you suggest it.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, um, yeah, I'm I having think the- a child. Um, well done, Jamie. It's going to be a boy. Uh, we know that for yeah. sure. And yeah. so far, so good. We're about 19 weeks from uh, a p- potential evac from the Excellent. said zone. Um, right. Yeah.
1: The guy delivering his rabbit is here. I'm going to have to leave you okay. for t- uh, three minutes. All right. I didn't uh, we'll, cut this video. Yeah,
0: you cut of... it out. I've
1: got nothing to say. Hello? Have we rung your mobile? Matthew? Who's that? It's Howell and Jamie.
0: Oh, hey man, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, what yeah, are you yeah, doing? Yeah, I,
1: I, I'm uh, oh, I have to. Forgetting.
0: I, basically, I'm waiting for my wife to arrive with our sleeping daughter.
1: That sounds like The beginning of a fairy tale Yeah Okay Um, So um, uh, So this entire podcast That's planned around you Can't happen then Is that what you're saying? Because of your selfish daughter And uh, your selfish wife
0: Nothing's been planned Nothing was agreed
1: (laughs) You're the only person Who suggested anything Therefore You're the king of plans
0: I didn't suggest anything I said "Is anything happening
1: Oh oh let me let me check. Let me just have a look at that message. Are we doing transparent? That's not what I said. No, you didn't you didn't say that. Any pod, <laughs> podding <laughs> happening tomorrow? I think I should be available. That's a yes to me. Yeah, yeah you're right. You didn't um, answer following that. I mean, let's face it, this podcast has died ever since we tried to involve other people. That was the big mistake. Wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Not even Jack's joining us. Even Jack. Jump 30 seconds on what we did wrong about Transparent, because it might be your only chance. Yeah, go on then. Go on then. Well, 26 I, I, I seconds the left. The
0: only problem I had with what you said was that you, you, you just didn't like any of the characters. And I just think that's a really bullshit reason for liking a show, because uh, do you, does one like Don Draper? Do you like Tony Soprano? Because yes. they're, they're not nice people, but I, I, re- I really like the Feffermans. I particularly like, them. Um, I can't remember all their first names, I really like Josh, and I like...
1: I think oh yeah, the, you like them so much uh, that you can't remember their names.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> right, just like you, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know, I just think it's a, it's a complex show, and it's just because they're not doing anything um, heroic... Does that mean they're not valuable or interesting? And uh, I, I certainly think that they're. Well, I'm not. I'm not phrasing as well. I don't like. I don't like. I, I wouldn't listen to me
1: right like now. How are they valuable <laughs> or interesting in any way? Tony Soprano and Don Draper are two characters who you really like you do like them but you want to know why you like them because you shouldn't everything about them tells you you shouldn't i don't like these characters mm. and everything about them tells me that i shouldn't like these characters even their dad says they're selfish bunch of bastards but, uh,
0: i'm all right look all i'm saying is that i don't think you need to like characters to like a show and um mm. i, do, I mean, mm. in spite of that i do like them anyway uh
1: you're right, I but, suppose Little Red Riding Hood was a bit of a dick, wasn't she? I mean, she was.
0: Uh, it's t- in the 30 seconds that I've been along, we've still got time for another glib Howell Evans metaphor. I meant that! <laughs> I meant that!
1: I meant it. Okay. Little Red Riding I Hood was a dick, wasn't she? Yeah. She went. She, she took a shortcut. She was a dick. She took a shortcut. She did lots of things she shouldn't, and then her grandma got eaten as a result.
0: Little Red Riding Hood than I helped
1: well something like that but the p- point of the fairy tales is that little children do things that are stupid or wrong and that gets them in trouble or gets them dead and that was the point they were they were horror stories they were scary stories weren't they and uh, you could argue I'm trying to see your side of the point here you could argue that a story doesn't have to have a character that you, you want to agree with or like it could be a warning to us all we're watching these dicks in Los Angeles self-obsessed dicks um, who, uh, you know, uh, we, we shouldn't try. Well,
0: as far people. as episode <laughs>
1: one and two, uh, episode one and two, even their dad refers to them as self obsessed, as selfish. How did I raise three such any, selfish you people?
0: You in any family there's always schisms within a family and there's always qualities that people aren't going to like about each other. And I think that's one of the things that makes the show so strong is that it's it is a real working family.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I, don't I, think I mean, can the...
0: underestimate how difficult that is to achieve. And oh, and, maybe and, and yes, they're, they're, they're sort of California rich people, but you know, no, no one in uh, in television is portrayed realistically. Everyone seems to have these limitless pockets of money to get into their interesting scrapes.
1: But, it's not even. A, it's nothing to do with wealth. It's to do with um, them just being just completely self-serving. Just. Just, like, self-serving. <laughs> <so-so. laughs> and <laughs> the point <laughs> is that...
0: Episodes.
1: Well, that's the point. That's the point of the box set pod, isn't it, Matt? You're supposed to be giving me reasons why I should keep going with it.
2: What <laughs> you're doing <laughs> is just <laughs> telling <laughs> me that you
0: love them. This is the sure, show, and I think Jamie touched on it, about um, people exploring their... Uh, certainly their sexuality... And also they're just their general personality as well. I think pe- the, 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 the characters in this show aren't happy with themselves. I don't think there's a mm. lot of self-loathing going on. And um, okay. they're trying to f- figure out a way to sort of um, make sense of things. It's a very, very modern show in that sense.
1: So you're saying I've got something in common with these characters because they don't like them either.
0: Well, you are a sort of misanthropic um, figure of hate.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. <coughs> you you've made me sneeze. <laughs> uh, um yeah, yeah, well, you know, no, seriously, that might be a point that I they find themselves repulsive in the same ways that I find them repulsive. And as we touched no, on they're, last week, they
0: they are not they're not like your your classic kind of um searching for validation type characters. They're, they're I, I find them very very real and very nuanced and, and, and they're
1: um oh you're right i agree completely they are very real and very nuanced and i know people i've known lots of people who are very real and nuanced in that way and i would not want to be stuck in a lift with them at this point all, two episodes in people
0: their, their stories are very interesting i really think you haven't gotten to the to, to the best parts of the show and jamie i'm I'm, I'm sad to hear that you didn't like it after did you watched both,
2: series, did you watch both um, series. No, I did like the first series, and uh but i Matt's I had, more
1: I, disappointed in you, Jamie, <laughs> than me. Because you were supposed to defend it. I
2: did. It. I did try and defend it. Well, you it, haven't I seen thought... any of it at all.
1: I've seen two episodes of it.
2: I think the point yeah, is nasty. that
1: Jamie should have persuaded I mean, me to go further in the absence of anyone else who gave a shit. Yeah, but I, I like. <laughs> it.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm disappointed about. Jamie didn't particularly
0: like it. That's, that's what uh, it well, I, like.
2: It's not that I didn't yeah. like it, because I watched the whole first series and I thought there were some really good moments in it and I did enjoy it at times. But I couldn't. I couldn't. I wasn't. I'm not passionate enough about it to mount a defence against someone who doesn't like it. Like I can, mm. I can watch it, and I and I. I you a saying, you needed backup. Dude. I needed backup because I, 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 I wasn't, I, I was, I couldn't feel the urge to really sell it to Howell as much as a show that I really love. So, like, I've got into season nice. two, but but at the same time, I've I've stopped watching season two. I'm going to probably give it another shot because I do want to get into it again. But I I went off it a little bit, so it was kind of hard for me to sell it to Howell when I'm still kind of reselling it to
1: myself um two points number one when matt listens back to his podcast he will be amazed at how much it sounds like he's actually on the space station with the signal that we've got and number two um i've almost spent five pounds in skype credit talking to matthew now instead of just (laughs) skyping him um point number three matthew i want you therefore to tell me why should I carry on watching this? Um, I know what you're saying about it being nuanced and all that. What's, what's the nugget that's waiting for me that, that makes my heart get excited?
0: I think there, there are genuine, really touching moments in this. There's, there, there, yeah. there are sort of weddings and uh, moments with kids and, um, and with people just sort of finding uh, times of tenderness. And uh, mm. certainly, like that that moment that I mentioned in my little prepared statement about about the families, you know, because th- mm. there, there is a lot of um, that kind of modern Californian selfishness in in this show that it's, obviously you you guys have really taken against. But um, when they kind of let their guard down and they just be around each other in that way that you know you can you can you you're at your worst and your best with your family because mm. Um, mm. you know them so well. You, can do you know what you're absolutely exactly right. right. Yeah. You wouldn't ever be with people you don't know. Yeah. You are absolutely that right. That and really
2: good defense. And we did that, touch
1: yeah. do you know what we did touch on it last week that perhaps the reason it's so uncomfortable at, at the beginning is because we're recognizing the most annoying flaws of ourselves in these characters. You know they they seem to be representing the uh Materialistic world, selfish world that our generation have grown up in, compared to our parents, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, and I think that is There's kind of the a point.
0: Of and and, I'm and I do find that quite I find uncomfortable. It very funny Jamie, because certainly some of the stuff that, and I really, I hope I'm not getting the character's name wrong, but the the elder of the three siblings, the the, the lady mm. Sarah, um, some of the stuff that she gets up to, because I I don't know if it happens in, two, in episode two, but it's not a spoiler to say that her and her husband split up. And, uh, and she ends up kind of it, it having this sort of sexual renaissance, and some of that is, is really funny, but in in a way that it's much more mature than anything else I've seen do that. You know, she's, really, she's trying some, some fairly extreme stuff, but it doesn't mm. just poke fun at it or, or go, oh, look, having a bit of sex. It, it's it, hmm. it, it's it's very mature and and, uh, and and well reasoned, I think.
2: Yeah, well that's no, good. I think that's a very good uh, argument you've put forward, and you've actually convinced me to go back and give season two a further push.
1: Yeah, most of what good. you said was a total waste of time, but the bit when you said. Um, uh, there's some touching bits coming up. Uh, yeah, I'll stick with it then. That's all you needed to Good say.
0: I know that I, I come up with some stuff. At least there are some little moments of, uh, of sunshine <laughs> in my otherwise cloudy diatribe. Uh, uh, but also the cast are just so strong. I, have, I haven't seen a cast this strong for a, for a long time. What, West Wing? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's it's in that sort of area, I think, yeah.
1: Get in the fucking sea, Matthew. <laughs> get in the fucking sea. Um, thank you, Matthew. My Skype credit is now down to just 84 pence, so I think we're going to have to say goodbye now. Um, got any words on the latest episode? Hey, are you up to date with uh, Game of Thrones? No, I haven't watched it since
0: Series 4.
1: Holy crap, Matt! All those questions, all that debate we had about—is it another loss? Do they actually know where it's going? What's the point? Is this just gratuitous nonsense, oh. Matthew? It's happening. Every freaking reason to watch it is coming home to yeah, roost.
0: I'm hearing rumblings. It's, it, oh, it's it amazing. To come back into it
1: really just crack on you'll catch up within like a week and it's oh my god that episode last night which is what jamie and i are going to talk about now which is why matthew and anyone who doesn't want it spoiled need to switch off because that's what we're going to talk about the very latest episode of game of thrones which is season six six, episode nine it's called
2: battle of the
1: war of the bastards battle of the bastards
0: oh my god it was so good can, 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 uh, I, uh, can I just have a quick mention of something, actually? Since I'm, Skype like, credit down to
1: 77p. Yep, carry on.
0: Um, have either of you watched any of Preacher on Amazon Prime yet? No, but I, I nope. definitely want to, yeah. I've heard
2: good things.
0: Are you familiar with the graphic novel? Uh,
2: no. I, I've heard of it, but not. I've not no. read any. It's really, it's really worth
0: checking out. It's uh, Dominic Cooper, Ruth Negger, and... Actually, I don't know any of the other names of the people in it, but it's... uh You're not very good with names, I, are you? Not, I'm, not, I'm not deciding on it yet, but it's, certainly, it's, it's fun and it's very different.
1: Great. Great. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks very much, Matthew. I'm and sorry, uh, maybe I'm we'll speak pop-up. to you on the podcast sometime. Yes. You do. and Tiernan and Ben and Jack and Marsha and Mel That's and Christian. Cool. Literally
2: everybody. off of the summer. We used to have so Everybody's many Everybody's fucked off.
1: Watch what happens, right? As soon as it starts getting dark again oh, at 6pm, yeah. they'll all yeah, be back. be back. Or... Oh, hey, I'm free tonight, guys. Just got a message from, from Adam, even the internet department. Oh, wow. Um, sorry, uh, I have no input for transparent, though, and other stuff to do. Oh! Other stuff. I'm annoyed other stuff.
0: That, that the only
1: person who's been guinea think on
0: transparent is you. Because it's over again. Over again.
1: I'm sure it is. I just, you know, like everything, it takes a little hurdle. But you loved it from episode one, did you?
0: Uh, Pretty much, yeah, yeah.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: <laughs> no, I did enjoy it. I, I really I, I,
1: did. I'll I'd, I'd tell really you what, there was that. an extra hurdle, That's though. So this cost me £79 to watch those first two episodes because I had to subscribe to Amazon Prime. Oh, and ah, then,
0: yeah, well, you're in full seat now, aren't you? Yeah.
1: So it was, well, it was hanging over my head and I cancelled my subscription. Oh, so I, I got my money back. I got my money back. But the, that's, it, it, was an, it was unfair pressure to put on the beginning of this box set yeah. compared to any other. 79 quid hanging over your head.
0: Yeah, that is. You should order some stuff that you need quickly as well, because
1: that's <laughs> that worth it as well. Getting
0: stuff right. next day
1: is pretty sweet. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I can imagine. But, Get you know... rabbit
0: food. Yeah.
1: Do, do, you, do you want to hear a rabbit drinking next some water?
0: Food,
1: hmm? There's a rabbit right next to me now. Let me dangle the microphone. Down. Hear really it? Brilliant. Do you
2: hear
1: that? No. No. i uh, I've got rabbits all around me, Matt. All around oh, me, I'm in the, the bunny shed. Out. Yeah. Um okay I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the bunny shed now. I'm gonna go back in the house. Let's get rid of Matthew Wandless. What a beautiful summer's yeah. evening it is, this is. Let's get rid of Matthew yeah, Wandless actually, and not. talk about I'm
0: just on I'm on a deck drinking
1: an apple spritz. Oh, you are, aren't you? You
0: shit. No, I'm not. Alright. Good, good <laughs> right.
1: So, welcome to part two or three or whatever we're up to. We're up to. Um, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones.
2: What? Holy what
1: smokes! I mean, what an uh, I mean,
2: on social media, one. social media is pretty much two. it's pretty much agreeing that it's that it might be the best episode ever of Game of Thrones, yeah. and I can yeah. completely concur with that general consensus. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I I think it's got a be. I mean,
2: let's start from the top. Like, it had, every, it had everything that you'd want in a Game of Thrones episode. It had Daenerys riding her dragon and mm. killing slave owners. Teamed mm. up with Tyrion. At last, the duo were together. He's got the mm. brains. She's got brains as well. But also, he's got a bit more wily street-wiseness about him giving her a Mm -hmm. bit more info it was wonderful seeing them take down those slave owners oh it was fantastic
1: and how I don't think there were that many comments about them about being a woman in this one yeah you know like it uh, it started to bore me not not for sexist reasons but for just reasons of like uh, do we really like uh, do we really have to just call everyone a c-word if they're a girl and you know it was just seemed a bit easy and finally she was like um it felt complex. I was going to say, did you need
2: that? Wouldn't well, yeah. it have been even braver it, I mean, to have the whole episode? Arguably, as... yeah, they could have. They could have just totally done Battle of the Bastards. That whole just. I mean, <laughs> it was enough in its in itself. That's why. But it was. An, it was a longer episode, wasn't it? It was. It, it certainly. I think it was at least. I think it was about. I mean, maybe twenty minutes longer than usual. Um, it felt like it. Yeah. It felt like was a film. Going, how long to this? I mean, I, it was fifty-five minutes. A lot of people are saying as well that you know, better, it's it's one of it's better than some some of the films you like in the last few years. Better than a lot of films you've seen over the last few years. The quality of the storytelling, quality of the filmmaking, and the performances—it had it. It was an epic. It was amazing. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. if you just go from the battle scene itself. Mm, and mm. just the horror, like the, 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 the stages that it goes through. And I, I know that the, the two creators, uh, Benny Hoff and whatever his name is, I can't remember now, they, they, uh, they've, they were influenced by a lot of major battles in the past, like the Battle of Agincourt, which was a battle where mountains of bodies were used as barriers to sort of pen people in. And, uh, mm-hmm. and you know and that was a horrific scene and seeing it from Jon Snow's perspective. There's a great video actually, I think uh, our, of the uh, making of the it, the making of that, and how much of it, you know those forty horses that ride towards Jon Snow. I was
1: literally just pasting the link to that into really? an email to send to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I'll cancel that. Yeah. Come, put that on Definitely. why don't we put okay listen because this is a spoiler area and we don't want anyone else to see it why don't we create a special web page called um, theboxsetpod.com slash bastards oh. right <laughs> and um, and we'll put that link there how about that That
2: sounds good that sounds very good
1: so yeah. don't watch that video if you yeah. if you don't if you want to spoil anything because
2: you'd be surprised how much of that battle scene is not cgi that's really 40 horses running straight at Jon snow's character and a lot of the scenes with him in battle from his perspective were mm. actually mm. real there's a lot of, there's a bit of cgi in there as well because otherwise it was insane but it's, it's just an incredible scene and then you have that moment where he's, he's like being suffocated and it was like it was really yeah. traumatic to watch
1: yeah yeah, it was. Um, and and I thought they set it up at the beginning like he was definitely going to die again. Yeah, absolutely. You know, all the conversations, that was quite clever. Yeah. I, sh- I should have sensed the bait and switch there. Yeah. I
2: and mean, he was very clever. Like I, I, It was genuinely like I thought, oh, he's actually going to die. I thought, there's no way he'll die again. And I thought, they're, they're going to play us a little bit, make us make, make mm. think he'll die. But actually, they got me to the point where I thought, oh, sh- no, he is actually going to die. And
1: yeah, and then when the music started, when he's being trampled oh, on,
2: oh god, that was he's drowning.
1: I, I, I was breathing for him. He just couldn't. It went on yeah. and on and on. And I was like, "Well, the this piece of music has has had its beginning, its middle, and it's pretty much its yeah. end. Which means that this is it. It's, Incredible it's goodbye."
2: And the whole like Ramsey killing the 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 you know the one of the few remaining Stark boys. I've forgotten what his name is now. Was it um... Um, Grunt? Grunt. <laughs> the one he's never <laughs> even got. You know, it's the same child actor from the very first series, but he's barely said two words in the entire show. Oh, bless him! Uh, he was—he's li- literally bless just a him. plot piece. And, uh, and but what a plot piece! Like even though you don't really know about him, so you kind of think he's going to die, and you don't care as much you actually do care about him in the end when cuz he dies in such a horrific last minute arrow to the t- yeah. to the back moment it's unbelievable the, yeah. the timing and the delivery of some of the, the dramatic scenes in that episode were really brilliantly done yeah and yeah. yeah i mean
1: um also can i just ask um one thing i didn't understand was who did cersei bring back not cersei uh, what's her face the sister the
2: sister. Uh, What's his
1: sister called, John Snow's sister? Sansa. Sansa. I always get
2: confused with the S. She's brought back... Li- what, who did she... Who
1: was it that saved him? It was Littlefinger
2: and the uh, army of... Is it the Vale? Uh, might be the, Are those the ones that... Uh, you know, with the brat boy who's king, or who's a lord of that, yes. that land. Yeah, yeah who's been yeah. controlled, basically, by Littlefinger, because she sent an owl off to him, didn't she, asking for help. He yeah. turns up last minute, saves the day. Um, That's right. Really also, there's a lot of rumours going around about Sansa and probably rubbish, but you know, there's that moment where she, brutal moment where she gets gets the opportunity to, to feed uh, Ramsay to his own dogs. Yeah. And uh, Ramsay in that scene says, uh, they'll always be a part of me and you. And there's rumours that people are saying, is she pregnant with his child from that horrible scene? Oh no. But that's still a rumour, and a lot of people are, are also like um, dismissing that as nothing, but it's just that he's got into her soul with his cruelness because she kind of enjoys his death and has that little smirk. And there's talk of, like, that, the, in the making of the video, there's talk about like, that scene where Jon Snow pummels Ramsey's face was... They shot that scene like about eighty times you know, from different angles because they wanted to get a right, the right amount of pummeling or the right angles and get mm. the right. And then the Sansa smile scene, where she walks away and he's being eaten, they filmed that like twelve or thirteen times just to get that right smirk at the right moment. So they were very exacting. You know, it took twenty-eight days to film one episode. Of it, okay, of
1: well, well, I'll stay where I stand on this. I d- I wasn't a fan of the smirk. Oh
2: really?
1: I no. Um, I thought I I'm not going to be happy if they take her in that direction. I, it's going to be one of the parts of Game of Thrones that is the um, soap opera end. You know, yeah. It's kind of when it behaves like a soap opera. I'm not actually very happy. There's a part of me that is happy because it's like a soap opera. So I go. Ooh, but um, I much more prefer it when my good characters stay good. Well, yeah, you say um, that,
2: but you know, if you actually look back... I don't it, mind
1: when bad characters turn good, like Jamie Lannister. Yeah. But the good ones, they should stay good, shouldn't they? When you look back
2: a yeah, lot. If you can look back at Sansa as a character, Like in the first few series, she's a bit of a brat. Like, she's actually yeah, a, she was, She's yeah. not actually that nice. Then some horrible things happen to her, obviously, and you feel very sorry for her. But was she ever a, mm. a particularly nice character? Like, I'd argue that she's gone. For, well,
1: she was just a teenage girl, wasn't she? She, she well, was rebelling. Yeah, that was the point. I mean, she.
2: Yeah, possibly. I think. I. I think that she's always been a little. There's a bit. There's always been a little element of a cruelness in Sansa and that's been sort of developed by being around and treated horribly by cruel people like Joffrey and Ramsay. And I don't think she'll be an out-and-out bad character like Cersei Lannister or anything like that, but I think she's Mm. more ruthless than than Jon Snow is. And that's probably the difference. Uh,
1: Maybe, but then I saw that scene... The reason I want that scene to stay without any... um, particular extra meaning is that I saw that scene about, you know, what we're seeing is the women winning. Yes, right? yeah. Women who've been seriously shat upon. And that scene was about rape, wasn't it? Yeah. It was about the rapist saying to the victim, they'll always be a part of me and you, and you'll never get away from me, even if you kill me. Yeah. and she, And she went... Uh, no, you will disappear, your words will disappear, yeah. You you will disappear and everything will go away. And and I thought it was really nice and it's quite a hopeful thing. I would I would hate therefore having read it like that, mm. I'd hate therefore for the for the triumph of, of um good over evil to then have to turn evil for the sake of entertainment that would annoy me but maybe you're right maybe she you know the the teenage brat was just not a very nice person yeah i, but I, I was a, I, I was a brat when i was a teenager well, yeah, i mean yeah, i'm yeah. a yeah, lovely yeah.
2: person you know so. but i mean i think yeah. that um i don't think that necessarily means she'll turn evil either i think it's more a case of she got to see him crack like that was the thing with Ramsay, even when he was getting pummeled by Jon Snow in the face, and even when he was tied to that chair, he was still being the, the smirky mind games Ramsay Snow. But then, mm-hmm. when the dogs come out, he kind of—that's when he kind of falls to pieces, and obviously he's getting eaten at that point, which <laughs> isn't nice. And she gets to hear him, hear him, you know, in a situation that he's, he's and I see a side of him pure fear and terror that she's never heard before. And it's the, probably the joy of seeing him in that situation and and having never seen him uh, behave anything other than just, you know, cruel and loving it. Mm. So maybe it's a little bit of that. But, I mean...
1: I think as well, yeah, no, but I think you're probably right. I think it probably is. They are taking her in that direction because Jon Snow beating the crap out of his face, I mean, I was watching that and I don't know... If you like me, were doing it. but I was going, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Oh God, hit yeah, him.
0: yeah, yeah. I want it. Hit to him, hit to him again. Him. I
1: was like, is he is he still alive? What have you left him alive for? <laughs> Kill him. Um, and then and then she. Uh, so you could argue that that was the vengeance, and that was the that was the bit that the audience agree with mm. because we go, we're so angry. Um, but Asansas is so much more considered.
2: Mm. Yeah. That's <laughs> you.
1: I'm so ill. Hers is so is so much more considered. That um.
2: That's you.
1: You get what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, no, it's a lot more of a well thought out serial killer death. Um, it's yeah. a lot more what Ramsay would have done to a, someone you know like it is what he did um
1: but he did deserve it you know he, he needed that Jon snow was doing something on behalf of somebody else you know he'd been horrible to various members of his family but she had been abused by this person yeah and she took colds calculated revenge on him which was uh, entirely fair if you ask me
2: and i kept thinking when he was um when they broke into the Winterfell and Ramsay's shooting the arrows at Jon Snow and keeps hitting his shield, I was just thinking, why don't you just aim at his legs or his groin area or just a- a- aim low so you can at least hinder his like running towards you? you know, that's just mm. what I would have done if I was Ramsay. I would have aimed lower and probably taken him out that way. But you know, other than that, I'm glad he actually got pummeled. Um, I
1: wonder... I... I um... If you were Grunt, uh, or whatever his name is, right, <laughs> yeah.
2: um,
1: wouldn't you have wiggled more in your, in your run? Yeah,
2: oh, absolutely, yeah, that's, that's the exact, another thing. Like, why like, why was he not around. zigzagging? Why was he not I zigzagging mean, in his Why would you run in a straight line?
1: Perhaps because he knew it would look fucking hilarious. <laughs> um... I'd rather die with dignity running a straight oh, well, forget line. forget
2: that. I'd be diagonal all over the place. Because, you know. He...
1: Exactly. Especially when you hear the Yeah. When you hear the, like, twang yeah. of the crossbow. Yeah. That's when you start zigzagging. Damn straight. Just, as soon as you hear that twang, change direction. Oh, yeah. I, no chance. I, well, I don't know. No chance. What
2: was he thinking? I, don't, I have no idea. It was ridiculous running uh, style.
1: Did should the title of this podcast be, Did Grunt Deserve to Die? It should be, if, it it was should.
2: Na- if that was Grunt's name, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, what was his
2: name, then? Oh, R- R- Rickon. That was it, Rickon.
1: Rickon. Rickon Stark. Okay. Yeah. Did Rickon Grunt Deserve to Die? <laughs> yes, based on his... Uh, lack of strategic
2: running yeah, skills. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was a Imagine foolish. Imagine how
1: different, how different would that entire battle have been? <laughs> how many fewer people would have died if if he'd have just yeah. zigzagged after the twang? Yeah.
2: Well, why wouldn't why wouldn't you realize? Like, you know, if you're giving him a straight line trajectory to shoot his arrow down, he can predict where you're going to be five feet from where his arrow is going to land. But, yeah. well, I don't understand why you wouldn't. It wouldn't enter your head. You know,
1: even better. Just stop running when you hear the twang. Yeah. Forget this if you're bothered about how the zigzag looks. Mm. Twang. Stop running. Wait. the The arrow will land some some distance in front of you. Yeah. Because Ramsey's factored that into his shot. Absolutely. Start running again. Just run past the arrow.
2: Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Simple as. Simple. Idiot. You uh, know. He pulls that up, and, and that is his own fault. Ultimately. Um, he,
1: and thus, he deserved to yeah, die.
2: he yeah, kind of did, you know, unfortunately. What about
1: Jon Snow's decision to run towards him? Do you think that was clever?
2: Well, no, because that's exactly what... It's like Sansa said, it's exactly mm. what he wanted. It's what Ramsay wanted you to do, and he did exactly that. But, you know, he, did he have any other choice at that point? Because he was in no man's land. He was either retreat back to your men, and mm. but at the same time, the arrows were coming down, so it was a hard situation. He it, it was, was in no man's land... I, you know, Ramsey had got him. The moment he ran out in his horse to save his brother, Ramsay had him in in his lair, in his trap that he'd set for him. And it was a really amazing plan that Ramsey had come up with. And I, I actually was thinking at one yeah. point, you know what? I was a brutal, horrible person. But strategically, that was an amazing plan. That's what I thought. And it, That's what I thought. And his Sansa hadn't come through with it. Surely
1: if we, if we look back through the history of modern warfare the winners are the ones with the cruelest brutalist strategy probably yeah aren't they they're not the the best um, they're not the kindest yeah people no mind you that said actually that said in the case of Hitler he was a dick Mm. and his the fact that he was a dick bled into his strategic thinking which ultimately meant that nobody not enough people, you know would uh, challenge him got behind him, him yeah. or challenge him yeah. or um well so so yeah maybe Well
2: here's here's maybe here's uh, my thought about it all though, as well. From the yeah. RE the battle like there's a point where Jon Snow says so we're not gonna get to Sansa, we're not gonna have any more men. We've got to go into battle. But Sand then those men turn up. Now Sanson hasn't told John she didn't tell John that she'd sent a, an owl or a hawk or whatever it was to Littlefinger to bring the men from the Vale to help them out.
1: You're absolutely right. Now, absolutely why right. didn't she tell him Were you that? thinking of mentioning this at some point? Yeah,
2: exactly. That might have helped me delay the battle a little bit longer. so that we could You know have that, that
1: massive stack of men <laughs> there, over there? Yeah. The massive stack of men that forms half of that circle yeah. that we saw. Right, um, probably at least a thousand men, all intertwined and in dying. That's because you couldn't be asked telling me that yeah. you'd sent a raven.
2: Exactly, it's absolutely to your
1: fucking <laughs> weird friend.
2: It's ridiculous. Like when she's in, when she's in that tactics room, and she says, well were you not thinking of asking me?" Because there's going know Ramsey. She could have mentioned it at that exact moment instead of just saying, "Don't do what he expects you to do," which is a no, it, it's not bad advice. But it's not as good as saying mm. don't go into battle just yet because I've got a whole yeah. battalion cavalry of men from Littlefinger coming in about ooh, five hours later. Can we do that? Yes, we can. That's fine. That's our new plan. I mean, it's simple.
1: I thought that that scene where they were talking about don't do what, you, what he expects you to do mm. was brilliant. That's some of the best dialogue I've seen in something. very
2: good. I mean, the whole thing. In the, ages. They didn't get there's not there's, there wasn't a bum note in that whole entire no. episode it was traumatic but it was so they,
1: well, they somehow get the the. you know don't do what he expects you to do Jon Snow says I don't fucking know what that is <laughs> How do I know what not to do if I don't know yeah. what he's expecting me to do? Well, well, don't do that, she says, just don't do that. Yeah. go well, what else yeah, then I
2: no, could go on a while. Know, if
1: I come up with something else no. and I don't fucking know, so help me tell me what it is that I should be doing yeah. and and it like um to come up with the dialogue for that speech to sit there and go, okay, well, what is that that's that is what what is it It's an argument of theory against. Uh, actual ability is it it's like um it's like it's like when we used to do radio shows and we'd have people sit down and say to us well don't do that but you did you know listen back to something and pull it apart and say don't do that yeah and and my number one comeback was normally "Well, we okay what should we do instead and it's almost like well i don't know the answer to that that's for you to decide so well don't yeah, what's the? There's no. I really got that sense from Jon Snow. Like, there's no point in this conversation. Yeah. yeah. Because you, I'm not you, you coming up with the answers. Otherwise, I'd have already come up with the answers. I don't know what the answer is. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah. There's no answer. It was great,
1: but, but how do you sit and write that? How do you actually, you know, come up with that mm. idea?
2: It's very well it's done. Really smart. And do you genuinely think that they have taken the shackles off them this series? They don't feel. Yeah. They are not oh my feeling God, yeah. repressed by George R.R. R. Martin's bulky behind and his next book. And they just feel <laughs> like they can actually just literally let, just rip the shackles off a little bit. They know where he wants it to go. Fine, George, we know where you want to end up. Let us find our way there. And they're bloody loving yeah. it. And they, I think that yeah. in some ways they are telling this story better than I think even George R. Martin could because they're now doing them. it. And I don't know that for sure. Now then. But, you know, there we go. I...
1: I tend to agree with everything that you've just said. However, is it like somebody has built the best they've spent fucking years oh, yeah. building this house, you know, building the foundation and the walls are all right and stuff. And it's the most sturdy house in the world. And then you come along and you put like a fez on top of the yeah. house. And, <laughs> and everyone that, goes, doesn't that look
2: awesome? And has a super woofer speaker system in the lounge. Yeah. And everyone's going,
1: Nicole, oh, this is... Hey, <laughs> why did you fucking do this all along?
2: It is a lot like that. <laughs> but you know what? Like, there is a difference between... I think they've struggled at times with the adaptation of a book, adapting that to the to the to the TV, to the to the entertainment world and screen world. And I think that they've done well. I mean, they're not done badly until now. But that struggle is changing because they don't. They're not having to read a book and then go. I'm adapting what's happening in this book now. They are taking ideas from George R. R. Martin of where things going. And they're interpreting them in their own way, I think that that's freed them up massively and this series has been yeah season four was brilliant, but this is this is by by far the best. every episode has nearly been a classic, even the one before that were Arya. Uh, are, are um, so
1: yeah you're right, yeah, that was great but so it, it, to wrap up right well yeah, to to sum yeah. up what you've just said to sum that up, I would say, without George R.r. R. martin. Game of Thrones is way better, however, without George R. R. Martin having had the shackles on in the first place, Game of Thrones could never be this good, yeah, so yeah, like if let's think in another world, right, he carries on right through to the end of all the series. That would be an inferior Game of Thrones to the one that we've actually got in reality, because he's parting company towards the end.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. But what what I think this is, how, this is how I see it, right? George R R. Martin, until now, they have been taking his books and turning them into great television. Now. They have the rule book rather than the book, so they know the rules of Game of Thrones.
1: Mm, that's right. Well, they right. can
2: take it in their direction. So that's all they need now. They don't Very even need—they don't even need to read the books anymore. They know the rules of the game. They know the rules <laughs> of the story. They know everything about it, the intricacies of it and all. They can now run with that, and that's like that's freed them up massively. Yeah. That's yeah, that that, that that I better do actually 'cause That's
1: that, very good, yeah. the book or the rule book. Yes, that's
2: all you need. And all they need is the rule book. That's very good, Jay. Yeah, not bad, not uh,
1: bad. Did you come up with that? Just yourself? right now. Just right now. Also, I've just come up with the title of this podcast. What's that
2: then? The Bastard Battle. The Bastard Battle. No, no, no. he's gone. But the
1: uh The Bastards the the pair of bastards. The bastards. That's what. That's the pair of, pair of bastards. That's the title. Okay. In fact, why don't we start a new podcast? Look, everyone's dropped out of the box set pod. <laughs> right? Fuck them. Why don't we just start a brand new podcast? Call it the pair of bastards. <laughs> 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 and just talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> let's let's put that out there. Right. If you think that we should, email us studio at the theboxsetpod dot com. That'd be good. We could spend our hour a week, half an hour on the Boxing Part, half an hour on, um, the, uh, on the...
2: On the latest... Pair of Bastards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, give us your feedback. Right, I've got to go now.
1: See you later. Okay. Bye.
2: Bye-bye.
1: <laughs>